MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Winner, winner, chicken dinner! This is Straight out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With R.J. Bell out, here's Bernie Fratto.
In baseball Saturday night, the Astros got a grand slam from Carlos Correa as they beat the Cardinals 8-5 in St. Louis. Garrett Cole picking up his 12th win of the season in that one. The Brewers got home runs from Christian Yelich and Keiston Hura in the bottom of the 10th. They will beat the Cubs 5-3. Chi-Town and the Brew Crew both trail the Cardinals by one game in the NL Central. Cleveland got a grand slam from Jason Kipnis in a 9-1 drubbing of Kansas City, while Minnesota lost to the White Sox. Indians now trail the Twins by just one game in the AL Central. Steven Matt's a complete game shutout and a 3-0 Mets win over Pittsburgh. Dodgers rookie catcher Will Smith with 6 RBI and a 9-3 victory over Washington. Orioles over the Angels. Texas over Oakland. In the NFL, Bengals All-Pro receiver A.J. Green was carted off the field with what was preliminarily diagnosed as a sprained ankle. The Arizona Cardinals released defensive end and former first-round pick Robert Kimdiche. I'm Kevin Figures. Ah, you heard it straight out of Vegas, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Guys, what a show we have in store for you. Of course, I am Brad Powers filling in for Bernie Fratto tonight. I have the only, that's right, the only two-time Super Contest Champion. Fez, they've been doing them for... About 30 years. Steve Fezzik alongside of me. I'll tell you what. We're going to be talking Bill Belichick, Lincoln Riley, most valuable non-quarterbacks in the NFL. And, of course, guys, about 45 minutes from now, not one, but two. That's right. Two best bets from the boys here around the wise guy table. But first, we're going to start it off in the National Football League in yet another blow to the New York football Giants receiving core. Golden Tate today has been suspended for four games for violating the NFL's policy on performance-enhancing substances. Giants, keep in mind, already down two receivers. Corey Coleman, torn ACL. Sterling Shepard, fractured thumb. These injuries were suffered on the first day of training camp back on Thursday. Coleman likely out for the season. Shepard could be back as soon as the opener Fez, we have this term right here in Vegas. And thanks for stopping by, Fez, uh, you know, here on a late Saturday night. Bringing back memories from a couple years ago when we used to do the show. I was told there was going to be pizza. I do not <laughs> see any Grimaldi's or any other pizza here, Brad Powers. Yeah, sorry. It wasn't in the budget. Uh, there's a term here in Vegas. We call it, and specifically, usually for football, cluster injuries. I got not one, not two, but three players now either banged up or suspended for the Giants does at one position does that classify for a cluster injuries and how is Vegas and how is Steve Fezzik adjusting to this absolutely so what happens none of these guys move the needle at all there shouldn't be any adjustment if Corey Coleman is out and such a limited adjustment is basically nothing if Sterling Shepard is out and if Golden Tate is out however Think about this. If you go down from your number one to your number four and your number four becomes a number one, it's okay to have Shepard as your number one, but it's not okay to have Russell Shepard as your number one at wide receiver. So the impact would be very significant. Now, hopefully Sterling Shepard will be back for the Giants week one. We don't know if he's going to be 100% or even if for certain that he will play, but let's face it. 
We got Yankee games going on right now. We got the WNBA All-Star game going on. <laughs> we got golf. Vegas is distracted right now. So what's been the impact on the betting line with the New York Giants? There's been no impact. And part of that is that really the markets are kind of asleep right now in the NFL. If it isn't a quarterback that goes down, really there's been no movement in the week one numbers for um, any factors over the past week. All right. That's the market, Fezzik. How about you? Is this the rare case where maybe, you know, it's one plus one equals three instead of two? Now three guys could possibly be out at least for week one. Well, what say you, Steve Fezzik? Have you adjusted your Giants power rating? Well, I did not, but it, it's because the Giants are already so low in my power rating. That <laughs> Where I, are they in your power rating? I've Stacking got, them up, 1 through 32 in the NFL. You know, I'm not going to talk 1 through 32. I'm going to talk about the bottom five, <laughs> the dirty five, if you will. So the Giants... Wowza. The Bengals are right above the Giants. The Giants are the fourth worst team in the NFL. That would make them number 29. All right. Since we're talking the bottom of the NFL, and this is a little bit of a transition, wide receiver core banged up for the Giants. Just lost Odell Beckham Jr. in the offseason to the Browns. Oh, my goodness. Poor Eli Manning. <laughs> Who, uh, who's he going to be throwing the football to? And where's Eli in your quarterback rankings, Fez? <laughs> Eli is my number 31 rated quarterback. And I guess with the current roster, he has the worst wide receiver crew. And like, that's not good when you've got like the second worst quarterback and the worst group of wide receivers. Who's he going to throw it to? Well, he'll throw a little bit to Evan Ingram, who probably be double team a tight end. And can you imagine how many guys are going to be in the box for the Cowboys to stop Saquon Barkley week one? That's not good for the Giants. Now, I know this isn't quite your specialty, and we're going a little off the cuff here, but you know, it's becoming more and more popular. You and I have talked about it on the uh, on the weekly show, uh, straight out of Vegas, Monday through Friday, airing 6 to 7 Eastern, 3 to 4 Pacific on the West Coast. Uh, player props have become more and more popular, specifically even this time of year, season props. Do we maybe, now that the, uh, the Giants are going to be so banged up at wide receiver, do we start looking at, you know, what you just said? Teams are going to be stocking up the box even more so to stop Saquon Barkley. Do we start looking at betting some unders on Barkley stats? What say you, Steve? No, I would say we don't. And the reason being is, say, the giant production goes down by 15% in terms of yards, and that's a huge reduction. Barkley's going to get so many touches that even though he's going to be ineffective statistically, he probably is going to put up even higher numbers in terms of raw yards. But the bet I love, and this is R.J. Bell's bet, he played Eli Manning touchdown passes under 18 and a half. Now the current number has dropped to 17 and a half. But all this bad news for the Giants is good news for R.J. Bell's bet for two reasons. One, obviously, it's going to be harder to score touchdowns when you don't have any wide receivers left because you're going to have fewer drives, fewer um, opportunities in the red zone. Two, you're going to score less times when you are in the red zone. And three, the Giants likely will win fewer games. And if the Giants win fewer games, what's going to happen at the end of November when the Giants are three and nine? Oh, it's time to see our rookie quarterback Jones, what he can do. And then suddenly Eli doesn't play all December. That's Steve Fezzik. I'm Brad Powers. This is straight out of Vegas. Speaking of wins, before we transition to another team that had a wide receiver concern today, Season win total, you can bet, you know, how many games a team's going to win this upcoming season. Where are the Giants at, and where are you leaning right now? Giants are at six wins. I have been leaning under, and this might be just enough to push me over the edge to make it an official play. I'm still 
finalizing my numbers, but I would certainly lo only look under the six wins. All right, that's Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers here. Another wide receiver concern today. Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green was carted off the field with an apparent left foot, uh, left foot injury during the team's first practice of the season earlier today. Keep in mind, Green, uh, last season, missed seven games with a right toe injury. Now this one is looking like it's on the left foot. Green entering his final year of his current contract. Now, after that initial report, uh, their, the initial diagnosis looks like it's going to be possibly a sprained ankle, but it does look like Green is heading towards at least getting an MRI A.J. Green, for a while, I would argue, one of the top five, six wide receivers in the National Football League. As a lifelong Cincinnati Bengals fan, Steve Fezzik, where are you at with A.J. Green, and does this impact anything as far as the Cincinnati power rating? Well, if he had broken his ankle instead of sprained it, it would have. A.J. Green has fallen out of my top ten list of wide receivers, but he's still a solid number one guy. He's still worth half a point to the line. The Bengals um, had the emergence of Boyd as a number two, so they've got a good wide receiver crew. Um, I'd like that Ross, instead of like running 4-2-40s, could actually catch a pass every now and then. That would certainly help, but i got to be honest. I'm no longer a Cincinnati Bengal fan. I've become jaded. I'm just a mercenary. I'm just looking to bet winners. <laughs> but I am really upset about the Bengals because I had them as a great under-the-radar team that I was going to make money betting on reasons. Well, we bring in some new blood. Head coach Zach Taylor, upgrade in my opinion. So I thought that that would change the uh, chemistry in the locker room. You're not a, you weren't a Marvin Lewis fan? I thought Marvin Lewis was capable, but oftentimes, you know, you just need to change. Sometimes. Yeah, grown stale there. He was there what, almost, you know, what, 15 years. Exactly Cincinnati. right. So you can have a capable coach that just um, has worn out his welcome and just can't get everyone motivated anymore. But um, Tyler Eifert, gifted tight ends, only played six games. Got to stay healthy. Past two years. Well, he hasn't been healthy, so yeah. anything we, we can get from him. Only played two games last year. Joe Mixon has emerged as a really good running back, and the O-line was supposed to be better. And maybe not. Our number one pick, Jonah Williams from Alabama. He's um, torn labrum. He's gone for the year, and um, never a good sign. Did our I hear you say we are our? And you said you weren't a fan anymore. Did I catch that? We'll have to pull up the tape on that. We'll see if we caught you with that. Go ahead. Maybe maybe so. <laughs> and the Bengals starting right guard the past uh, six years. Bowling just decided to retire. And you know what, Brad? I know that a lot of this is just, um, you know, you get, you get enough um, bangs and bruises in the NFL and you've made a lot of money. At some point you hang it up. Some guys do that. But I always think that I'm bearish when I see a guy retire instead of getting cut and told not to play. It makes me wonder if the he knows something that we don't know in terms of how the year is going to be the Bengals season win right there with the New York Giants at six wins, two bottom five teams in the NFL. Uh, and we did mention Eli Manning when we were talking about the Giants. Curious, where do you have Andy Dalton as far as your top quarterbacks go? Uh, in the NFL fest. Yeah, so Andy Dalton is right at 24th. So he's right. He's almost like out of the bottom 25 percentile. He's capable, but, um, you know, he, it's tough to set a number for Dalton because he's lost so many of his scope position receivers like Eifert. And if he had, a, it seems like if he has a bunch of healthy guys and a good O line, he can be a very effective quarterback if, as long as it's not the playoffs. But um, as soon as injuries start to mount, serious problems for the uh, Bengals at quarterback. Real quick here before we get to the break, I'm curious, where do the wins come from in that division? 
Cleveland, by all intents and purposes, at least the the market is saying they're they're going to be improved, if not much improved this year. I think you and I agree that the Steelers are going to be improved this year. I mean, you got the second year of Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. I mean, somebody's got to lose in that division. The Bengals are clearly behind those three teams. Where do the wins come from? Well, the Bengals have a disadvantage in the division schedule because they don't get to play themselves. <laughs> yeah. And so because of that, that's um, that certainly makes their strength of schedule so much harder. But I might say the division might look a little harder than it really is in that Cleveland's a team, Brad, you and I, they're currently lined at nine wins, and they're the number five choice for a while, at least they were, to win the Super Bowl of all things. But I think we think Cleveland to be overrated, and certainly Baltimore, that um, that Lamar Jackson offense, the Chargers exposed it in the playoffs, and I think a lot of teams are going to force Jackson to pass, not run, and the Vegas wise guys are not confident that he's going to be able to do it. Yeah, and uh, just pulled up the, the AFC North odds here. The Browns, that's right. The Browns are the favorite in the AFC North, plus 130. What does that mean? If you bet 100 bucks on the Browns to win the AFC North this year, you're getting 130 bucks back for, for your money. Keep in mind, guys out there, the Cleveland Browns haven't won a division title since 1980. Nine. 1989, Fez, where the heck were you were? 1989, I was living in Naperville, Illinois, converting to a Bears fan, and uh, it was a lot more fun to be a Bears than a Bengals fan. I was in kindergarten. Oh, before, the oh. movie, before the movie Kindergarten Cop even came out, I was in kindergarten. Brown's the favorite in the AFC North. All right, I'm Brad Powers. That's Steve Fezzik. We are straight out of Vegas. Coming up next, Steve Fezzik has a stat about Bill Belichick that, in my opinion, affirms Belichick is the greatest, the greatest NFL coach of all time. This is Straight out of Vegas. I'm Brad Powers, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Straight out of Vegas! The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Straight out of Vegas with some Sam Cooke. I'm Brad Powers. He's Steve Fezzik. Before we talk Bill Belichick, remember... You can go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover It Miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. All right, Fez, for those of you guys that listen to The Daily Show Monday through Friday straight out of Vegas, we usually at the top of the B block is what we call it. We give you the weather right out of Vegas, and we're going to do it tonight. So right before the show, I drive up to the top of the Luxor, and the temperature on the Vegas Strip, 98 degrees, and the neon is dripping. But dripping from the sky, not raindrops, Fez. I could barely see the Luxor light, the brightest light in the world. Why? Because infestation of grasshoppers in Vegas. It's real. Believe me, you might not be believing the videos you've seen online. I can tell you they're everywhere, not just on the Strip. They're in the suburbs. Fez lives in those rich areas where, like, Celine Dion and all the famous Vegas celebrities live. Fez, have you've been here longer than me, obviously. Have you ever seen anything like this? Never. A possible sign of the apocalypse. You know, a whole lot's been going on. Area 51 controversies. Now the grasshopper plague. <laughs> the Raiders are coming next year. Do horrible things happen in threes? Oh, we'll see. <laughs> the Raiders, a horrible thing. I don't think so much. I, I'm very thankful the stadium is being, be, being built here. All right, before we get to Belichick, you know, one thing I forgot to ask you, Fez, we were talking in the last segment about the wide receiver concerns for the Giants and the Bengals. And you said, hey, those are two of the, the worst five teams in the entire NFL. I'm anxious to know, who are the other three teams in your bottom five? Third worst team, the aforementioned Oakland Raiders. 
who I am not bullish on this year, but I still have them slotted as being better than the Arizona Cardinals. And brace yourself, South Florida, the worst team in the NFL. Yes, the Miami Dolphins. Tank for Tua, it begins. Although, do you tank this year or, or do you try to go for Trevor Lawrence? Tank for Trevor. I think I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence than Tua Tungabailoa. Man, poor Josh Rosen. Goes from, <laughs> goes from the worst team in the NFL, Arizona, <laughs> to the to worst, the worst team. team in the NFL, <laughs> Miami. And a team that's likely to draft a quarterback with the first pick of the overall draft. All right, I teased it. Bill Belichick. Obviously, lots of stats out there saying Belichick is the best. The GOAT when it comes to NFL head coaches. Fezzik, I got to give you credit here. You did a little bit of research. RJ had the idea, but I'll give you the credit. You went ahead and did the legwork with this one. You have a stat when you're comparing not just Bill Belichick to today's coaches. You're comparing Bill Belichick to the greatest coaches in NFL history. What is the stat and, uh, you know, how, how did you go about the research? Yeah, and so I got to give credit to RJ. It was his idea. I think he probably knew the answer already roughly and had me do the uh, the the groundwork for it. But Belichick, his overall stats, really good. He wins 68% of the time. I compared him to all the other Hall of Fame coaches, the top 10 coaches. Turns out these coaches do a fine job also. Shocking. They win 64% of the time. So that's impressive. Belichick's Who win. are some of the coaches? Oh, we've got Paul Brown, Parcells, Tom Landry, Joe Gibbs, uh, Don Shule, etc. So Parcells wins a little bit more. Okay, that's impressive. But what happens after age 60? Because we all hear about, hey, I'm 55. RJ keeps saying, Fez, you know, I don't know when you hit <laughs> age 60. We'll have to see how you hold up. Um, and usually there's a lot of um, adjustments and changes, and you just have to stay on top of things. And you look at what happened to Joe Gibbs, frankly, when he came back, didn't do as well. As it turns out, he was not alone on this list of all these great coaches. Their win rate drops from 64% to 52%. In other words, they win about half their games. They become average coaches at age 60 plus. Well, what happened to the genius Belichick? He got better. He went from a 68% win rate for his career. Belichick has won 77% of his games. Once he turns age 60, the man is an alien. He just keeps getting better with age. Unbelievable stat there. You know what that brings up to me because you hear this. I mean, Let's face it, it's the end of July. You, you get those, you know, it's list season when it comes to sports talk radio. And, and one of the, the or debate season, the stuff that you hear year after year, one of those, that Brady-Belichick debate. Who's more important and who should get credit for the success that New England's had for the past two decades? I'm going to tell you where I fall, but first, Fezzik, where do you fall? Who deserves the credit for all this success for the Patriots? Brady or Belichick? Where do you land? Belichick deserves more of the credit. I'll go ahead and, because I really like Tom Brady, I'll only... Wait, we'll see. More on that later. I really liked Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and make Belichick 75%, Brady 25%. You're not going to get much of a disagreement from me. Uh, I think Belichick, I'm in the 70% range. I know a lot of people go back, well, Belichick didn't win in Cleveland. But who wins in Cleveland? And yet... You know, I no one talks about this. He won in Cleveland. I mean, I, I get it. He got fired, but it was a team in transition. But he did win a playoff game in Cleveland. Their only playoff win in the last 30 years. I mean, that should account for something, shouldn't it? Ooh, yeah. I mean, that one season where when you can win 11 games with Matt Castle as your quarterback, 
And, and it's not like he had the entire offseason to prep with Brady being hurt. No, Brady gets hurt week one, and he has to adjust on the fly. They still win 11 games. Yeah, I'm on more. It's more Belichick than Brady. Although, I mean, Brady's the, the GOAT as well. All right, we were talking some of these teams here. The Browns in the last segment, Patriots here. This week on Straight Out of Vegas, you were doing the teams as far as stock up, stock down. And if memory serves correct, Browns and Patriots made the list. Where do they uh, land? Yeah, so the Patriots are... The market's very bullish on New England. They opened up 10 and a half season wins, and they've been bet up to 11 wins. And in fact, if you want to play over, you got to lay more than $1.10. So New England season win number, what's driving that? Why is everyone betting them to go over schedule? New England has the easiest schedule in the NFL. And let's face it, last year they won 11 games. Prior to that, all they did was win 12 or more games each and every year. And if you look at the draft, 10 draft picks in the first five rounds. So a lot to be optimistic I personally disagree with this move. Really? I do. And the reason is Tom Brady at 42. Okay, I've been saying this for six years, and he has absolutely proven me wrong. He has remained a top five quarterback through these years. However, last year, if you rank the quarterbacks by the metric I like to use the most, QBR, Brady fell out of the top five. He was number six. But what was more concerning for me is his ability to throw the ball down the field. If you measure by some of these advanced metrics, they call it air yards. How far do you throw the ball until it's touched or caught by your receiver? Brady actually only ranked 23rd in the link in the league. In other words, a lot of dinking, a lot of dunking just last year, and I think there's going to have to be more of that this year. Yeah, and I would love nothing more than to prove you wrong, but yards per attempt also has really fallen for Brady the last three years. 2016, number two in the league yards per attempt. Number five in the league in 2017, Last year, there was a drop, number 13 in the NFL, yards per pass attempt. That backs it up that Tom Brady is not throwing it down the field. A couple other teams, stock up, bullish, uh, the market's bullish on. Well, you said at the Cleveland Browns, they open up eight and a half, and now they're nine for a team that won one game in two years and then won seven games last year. It is remarkable the support that this team has had over the last three years, and frankly, this is a team, the Browns, that the wise guys lost more money on betting than any team in the NFL. They just bet the Browns week after week with Hugh Jackson. It didn't matter who was at quarterback, Kaiser, whoever. They got the money. Well, they, they bet the money. The wise guys did it and lost back in the Browns, and they're doing it again now. The Browns' current season win number has been bet up to nine. The over, extra vigorous, late minus $1.20 on Cleveland over nine wins. Yeah, and you and I agree on this one. We're looking to fade the Cleveland Browns. Let's just say it out loud. Rookie head coach, never been a head coach before. Second-year quarterback, big-time personality. Just brought in another big-time personality. One of the biggest in the entire NFL Odell Beckham Jr. with a rookie head coach in a division that they haven't won in 30 years against maybe a Pittsburgh team, a very proud franchise, one of the, 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 the best franchises in the NFL, maybe with a chip on their shoulder. Say it out loud. Do the Browns, the Browns, really deserve to be the favorite in the AFC North? I say no. I'd, I'd, I'd certainly like their season win total under. Absolutely. And one of the biggest bets that the wise guys have made is they went ahead and took the Steelers to win the division at two to one. That's a bet that um, most of the guys in, in my inner circle, if you will, have gotten a piece of. All right. Quickly, who's the third team that the wise guys have been betting up? The Philadelphia Eagles have been up from nine and a half wins to 10 games. We're going to talk more about the Eagles later on in the show. Ooh, hint, hint possible best bet from Steve Fezzik 
Again, I, this is straight out of Vegas. I'm Brad Powers filling in for Bernie Fratto tonight. He's Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Contest. All right, guys. Coming up next, Lincoln Riley. He's the head coach of Oklahoma. He might have given us the most sincere, honest answer in the history of head coaches. But first, before we get to that, let's go to Kevin Figures with the latest. All right, some news out of NFL training camp on Saturday. Tough break for the Cincinnati Bengals. Star receiver A.J. Green went down in the team's first practice of camp. He was carted off the field with what is believed to be a left ankle sprain. The team has not made an official announcement as as far as specifics about the injury. On Friday, Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury told the media the defensive end Robert Kimdiche was out of shape. And on Saturday, the Cardinals did part ways with their former first-round pick out of Ole Miss. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with true price from true car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience and baseball the red sox beat the yankees nine to five as jd martinez hit his 22nd home run of the season padres got a home run from fernando tatis jr in a five to one win over san francisco brewers walked off the cubs five to three houston beat st louis eight to two mike clevenger struck out seven and in seven innings of work as the indians beat the royals nine to one as the albies with a grand slam for atlanta they mollywopped the phillies 50 15 to 7 at UFC 240. Max Holloway beat Frankie Edgar by unanimous decision to retain the featherweight title. Back to Straight Out of Vegas. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. This is Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Brad Powers. First, Geico. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? Well, it probably means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. All right, Fez, we teased it. Little college football, that's my specialty. You know, RJ branded me as the guy with all the college knowledge, and I teased it. I I love this here. Lincoln Riley, this was at a coach's luncheon. He was asked, he's the head coach at Oklahoma, in case you're you're not uh, on the up and up when it comes to college football. Lincoln Riley asked at a coach's luncheon about what teams in the Big 12 give him sleepless nights. Well, quite frankly, Riley was quite open and honest about it. Here's what Riley responded. Every now and then, you get asked these questions. In your mind, you could go with the politically correct or tell the truth. So the truth is, none of them, nobody in the Big 12 is causing me to scramble for some extra sleep. I love that. That confidence in a coach like that, that you never get. You hear coach speak. I mean, it's the, going back to the old, you know, Lou Holtz stuff. I fear the University of Navy type talk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Rutgers, you know, might give us, uh, you know, some problems this week when, when Notre Dame's a six-touchdown favorite. I'm going to not only – I not only appreciate Lincoln Riley here, I agree with him. And Lincoln Riley and Brad Powers – are in a little bit of disagreement with the market. So I'm with Lincoln Riley in that I don't think the Sooners are going to have too much trouble winning the Big 12 this year. The market says different. Market considers one team to be some steep competition with Oklahoma this year. It is the Texas Longhorns who are getting, at least in the Vegas market, treated like a a top 10 team, Fez. And right now you can bet what we call in Vegas games of the year. What does a game of the year mean? It's your big rivalry games, your Auburn's, uh, Alabama games, Notre Dame, USC, Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas. In Vegas, Oklahoma's only about a a four-point favorite in that one, Fez. So, and Texas has given Oklahoma some problems. So maybe Lincoln Riley's wrong. I don't think he is. I have Oklahoma 
at least, at least a touchdown better than any other team in the Big 12. And nothing that I've seen in the last four or five years, thinking that 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 gap has gotten significantly smaller. Texas is going to be better in 2020, not 2019. Texas is one of the least experienced teams in the country. I agree with Riley here. I, I don't see anybody coming out of the Big 12 other than Oklahoma. Let me ask you a question about Texas because uh, the, the word is out that Texas is a great underdog team. When they're catching points, we want to blindly bet Texas. But I guess I would make the case that by the time these teams play, it's going to be Texas more like plus nine than plus three and a half. There you go. And that is Steve Fezzik. That's why he's on the show. Yeah, I'm not, you know, running to the window right now. I mean, if anything, obviously I'd bet Oklahoma. But I think the true value probably be, believe it or not, and this is kind of complicated in the weeds, but what just Fez just said, I'd rather have a Texas ticket almost near double digits. Texas has covered five of the last six meetings by an average of 16 points per game in the series. So that's why I'm not running to bet Oklahoma minus four when I think the line should be like seven, Fez. Uh, more about Texas, because this is the one team that I probably, one of the probably three or four teams that I disagree with the most. And we're going to do some stock up, stock down in college football here in just a second. I, I don't consider Texas to be a top 10 team. In fact, Fezzik, I, I, I got him more in near the 20th range. Here's why. I think there's an overreaction to Texas's last game. Everyone just saw Texas beat Georgia. Ooh, mighty Georgia, the Georgia team that could have easily beaten Alabama. And, and Texas, you know, ran up and down the field on Georgia. Guys, be very careful, especially in today's day and age, of overreacting to bowl games because there are some steep, steep disparities in motivation. Georgia was a couple minutes away from going to the college football playoff, from beating Alabama, from winning the SEC, and they got kind of got regulated to the Sugar Bowl. Most teams would be happy to be there. On the flip side, Texas hasn't had a major bowl win in a decade. Texas never plays in the Sugar Bowl. That fan base was excited. Do you remember what happened in the pregame? Heck, uh, Bevo, the mascot. Got after Uga. I mean, they were fired up to play in that ball game. So I think there's an overreaction there. And the other overreaction is, oh, Texas has Sam Ellinger back. He's one of the top quarterbacks. I mean, Texas is going to be great. And you he, like him, right? I love Sam Ellinger, one of my favorite players in college football. Problem is, Fez, he's the only guy back. They lose their leading receiver, leading rusher, four offensive starting offensive linemen. Every single guy on the defensive line and linebackers, gone. Zero returning starters. I'm fading Texas, and if I'm fading Texas, I'm liking Oklahoma. Any thoughts, Fez? Oh, I just I love the contrarian aspect that uh, Texas pounds Georgia in the relegation bowl, as you say, when Georgia didn't want to be there, and now we're going to fade that performance because we don't believe that it was real. All right, guys, let's do a little bit of stock up, stock down when it comes to college football. We did it in the NFL. You know what, Fez? We did three teams that were stock up. You just want to give real quickly the three teams that, that the market's down on. And if you need explanations, check out the the, the podcast uh, for the Thursday and Friday shows on Straight Out of Vegas. We covered all that. Who were the three teams the market bet down? Yeah, the Chicago Bears. The market does not like the Bears. Nine and a half wins has been bet down to nine. Uh, Houston Texans, their season win has been bet down from eight and a half wins to eight wins. And finally, the Tennessee Titans, uh, they've been bet down from eight and a half to eight wins. The market does not feel bullish about Marcus Mariota. All right, here's where the market does feel bullish on. Here are the three teams in college football. Stock up. This is a 
bull market, Virginia. And, and you're going to see a big difference here. Fez just mentioned a lot of teams that were bet up a half win in the NFL. College football is a little different. Uh, the numbers can be a little off in college. One of those teams that was bet up, Virginia, from six wins all the way up to seven and a half, and be, being perfectly frank, like Lincoln Riley was, I still think there's value on this Virginia team. This is one of the most underrated teams in the entire college football world. Bronco Mendenhall, it starts with him. He's one of the most underrated head coaches in college football. Don't believe me? Ask BYU after he left. They can barely get to the winning season when he had him at 9, 10, 11 wins each and every year. He's gone from two wins to six to eight wins in his first three years, and this year's team is the best team he's had. Bryce Perkins a great quarterback for them. I think Virginia could be favored in as many. That's right, as many as 10 games this this season. I like over 7.5 for Virginia, Fez. Makes a lot of sense, and I, I love you're focusing on a team that maybe is a little bit under the radar here. Normally, the Clemsons, the Alabamas, oh, yeah. the Georgias get priced correctly. You're looking a little deeper in your uh, bets you're looking at. Excellent point by Fezzik there. So, I mean, if you're expecting this segment to be all about the, the Alabama and the Clemsons of the world, that's not where the value is, guys. That's not where the Sharps, and that's let's face it, who's betting college football season win totals? It's not Joe Public. Especially, they might get to it. They're going to get around to it in mid-August. They're certainly not betting it in June and July and tying up a bunch of money. So these are, in my opinion, all sharp money moves. And one caveat we need to make is that the reason we're not talking about teams to win the Super Bowl, teams to win the national championship, let's face it, it's so difficult for anyone but one of the very top teams to go ahead and win the title that the pro is pulling back the curtain here. What we bet, ten, we tend to bet season wins, overs or unders. We don't tend to necessarily look at the needle in the haystack bets on who's going to win it all, especially when a lot of these teams just have virtually no chance. That's Steve Fezzik. I'm Brad Power, straight out of Vegas. Two more quick teams stock up, and then we'll get to the break, and we'll do stock down in the final segment, plus a couple of best bets from Fezzik and myself. Minnesota, they've been bet up. Everyone, the betters are rowing the boat with P.J. Flex. Six and a half wins was the opener, up to seven and a half wins. I think it's deservedly so. It's one of the most experienced teams in the country, 16 returning starters. Although I'll say this, unlike the Virginia line, I think the value's dried up. Seven and a half line as far as season wins how many games minnesota's going to win that seems about right to me minnesota stock up in the market also final team missouri stock up the tigers out of the sec opening season win total six and a half bet up to seven and a half i think it was an overreaction to loss of a four-year starter at quarterback drew lock i thought lock was overrated and the stats says he was especially when he played good competition drew lock 34 touchdowns 31 interceptions when he played power five bowl teams. So I don't think there's going to be that much of a drop off with the Clemson transfer, Kelly Bryant at quarterback. And because of that, I still think there's value on this Missouri team over seven and a half wins. Fez, they're going to be favored in their first eight games alone. And they're going to be favored in two of their final four games. They're going to be favored Missouri, 10 of their 12 games. I like over seven and a half wins for Missouri. We just did three stock up teams in college football. We got three stock down teams we'll get to quickly. And more importantly, we got not one, but two best bets coming your way. This is Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Brad Powers, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Straight out of Vegas!
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Straight out of Vegas, I'm Brad Powers. Best bets coming your way in just a couple of minutes. But first, remember, you can go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover It Miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. All right, Fez, we talked about it in the last break. Three teams that the stock is up on in college football as far as season win totals. All right, we got three that are going up. That means we got three that are going down. I'll get to these quickly. First team going down as far as the betters. Teams that are fading, the betters are fading. Duke, the Blue Devils. We're not talking Zion here. We're talking Duke football. Six and a half wins down to five and a half. It's quite simple. 
I don't think playing Alabama and Notre Dame in your non-conference schedule is good. And I also don't think, regardless of what you think about Daniel Jones, at a place like Duke football, not basketball, when you're losing a first-rounder at quarterback, that's not a good sign, Fest. And getting beat up physically by Alabama very early in the year is not conducive to keeping your team healthy. Yeah, next up, again, that was Duke. Six and a half wins down to five and a half. Another ACC team here. Wake Forest bet down from seven wins to six wins. And to me, this is a little nichey, but I think you kind of saw my, my thinking behind this. I think Wake Forest was overpriced because the Demon Deacons have won three straight bowl games. And when the bookies are, are you know, looking at win totals, I don't think they're diving in. Oh, they, they won eight games, eight games, seven games. I will make it seven this year. Not thinking that all three of those wins were in bowl games, and they were an underdog Wake Forest in two of those three bowl games. Keep in mind, regular season, when we're talking season win totals, it's regular season only for almost all books. Do you agree with that uh, theory there, Fess? Absolutely. So when you look at a team that's eight and five, they're really seven and five. The bookies not paying enough attention. All right, that's Steve Fezzik. One more team going down, and it just so happens to be Brad Powers' best bet for the show here. We're going under seven wins for the Purdue Boilermakers. The wise guys have been betting Purdue down all summer long. I'll first say this first and foremost. I like Jeff Prom. He's the head coach for Purdue. He's been doing a great job here. But the reality of the Purdue program even with a couple years under Jeff Brom, Purdue hasn't topped six wins. Six wins in the regular season since 2007. Now they have to win eight games for you to lose this bet. And the Big Ten West division is getting much tougher. We just talked about Minnesota as a stock-up team. They're in the same division as Purdue. Purdue's got to play them. Nebraska is arguably the most improved team in the entire country. Same division as Purdue. If a bunch of teams in the division are going up, couple teams need to be going down. I think Purdue's one of them this year. I'm going Purdue, the Boilermakers, under seven wins for Brad Powers. Steve Fezzik, best bet. Blue Horseshoe loves the Philadelphia Eagles, and I agree. Best bet, I bet the Eagles over 10 wins. All about injuries. Philly was the second most injured team last year. Obviously, the secondary cluster injuries all over the place decimated in the secondary. Carson Wentz has two significant injuries coming off one, has a second one, misses five games. A much healthier Eagle team returns to uh, more like the team that won the Super Bowl and the schedule is easy this year. The Eagles had to play a very difficult schedule last year. They had the second easiest schedule in the league this year. Patriots had the easiest, of course, because of their division schedule. Add it all up, Philadelphia Eagles, I bet, over the 10 wins. And that is Steve Fezzik. You can follow Steve on Twitter if you like information like that when it comes to the NFL and just betting in general. It's at Fezzik Sports. That's F-E-Z-Z-I-K Sports, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. You can follow me, Brad Powers, on Twitter, at Brad Powers 7. That's at Brad Powers, the number 7. Before we go here, Fez, you were all anxious coming in here, all hot and bothered, or I don't know if you're fired up. You're a big WNBA handicapper. Value in the WNBA. They happen to have their all-star game tonight right here in Sin City, Vegas. Did you First off, did you go there, and what did you bet? 
I did not go there. I feared the grasshopper infestation and the like and, and, and taking that on. But I did follow it enough. Team Wilson beat Team Deladon 129-126. <laughs> the game goes well over the 234. And I guess if there's a lesson here, Brad Powers, when they change the 24-second clock to 20 seconds, well, the teams just start shooting even faster. It was extremely fast-paced. Now, we'll be talking next week on Straight Out of Vegas Hall of Fame NFL preseason action quickly here. Uh, just uh, 20 seconds. Huge move already. NFL preseason, the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, bookmakers makers made a mistake with the opener. They made the Atlanta Falcons a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Currently, Denver is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Atlanta's coach, Quinn, is 0-8 his last eight preseason games. The Sharp Betters took the Denver Broncos. All right, guys. That's going to do it for Steve Fezzik. I am Brad Powers. I want to give a big thank you to the guys in L.A., Bo Benson, Kevin Figures, Chris Perfit. Great guy, great job tonight, guys. Jason Martin is next on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.